If you knew me, you would know I love organizing. Hi, I'm Leah Parker Belfer, a T22, and you're listening to If You Knew Me, a grassroots podcast dedicated to celebrating diversity, equity, and inclusion at the Tuck School of Business at Dartmouth. Hi, today I'm here with T22, Allie Haynes. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Uh, Organizing is also a love of mine. Is it anything in particular or anything at all? Um, I would definitely say it's like the peace of mind after organizing. Okay. It's like that sensation of like having a clean slate. So like high stress times, always like I have to clean my room, put everything away. Okay, clean desk like clear mind yes let's get into this that's how I feel before exams but the problem is what ends up happening is like the night before I'm cleaning my room instead of studying instead of studying but it's almost like I'm cleaning my room so I can study so I can take the exam (laughs) exactly um what are some like hot tips off the press that you think people okay either know but maybe, you know, you just think it's so good that we should talk about and or okay. special ones that you're like underrated but has changed your life. Okay. Ooh, I have so many ideas. Um, I would say digitizing is number one. Um, it took me a while to figure out like what is the right balance between like paper and digitizing. And mm. then I just realized I should just digitize everything harder than it sounds to actually execute. But I'm very glad I did it. Mm-hmm. Um I also feel like I picked up this tip from maybe Marie Kondo or one of our other favorite organizing gurus, like the home edit, or <laughs> one of them is like being able to see everything mm. is important. So I noticed that like using either like clear bins or like stacking things certain ways and being able to see everything at once mm. provides a lot more like clarity and efficiency to the day. Right. Um, that I really appreciated. Um, I think that was Marie because I remember she was saying it was closed like you open the drawer and they shouldn't be stacked because you don't know what's underneath yes yeah yeah that was a thanks Marie Kondo um I also for especially for the tuck dorm room currently the Dyson hand vacuum Mm. probably annoys my neighbors but I feel like I'm like using the hand vacuum I've heard that's amazing clutch uh once I upgrade to pet post dorm life going with the cordless Full yes, Dyson yes. rechargeable vacuum. I think Kate, Caitlin has yes, it. Caitlin and I has saw it. it. Yes. yes. <laughs> we did discuss our passion for the Dyson vacuum. Um, other organization tips, other than digitizing, seeing everything, my vacuum. Um, <laughs> vacuum gets its own category. <laughs> vacuum gets its own category, apparently. I would also say probably similar to how I approach life would be kind of like an 80-20 rule. Like Mm. nothing's going to be perfect on the onset of it and like no system is going to be perfect. So like, which I also get excitement from is like the the idea that it's like a perpetual process. Yeah. Which sounds daunting to people. I mean the fact, I think that's a good outlook because it is always going to be a process. Might as well enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like it's an enjoyable process that's always... I think that's like the fun part of it is the hunt for like what efficiency. Yes, the most efficient. (laughs) The hunt for efficiency gives me energy. Oh my gosh! So I'm like, when somebody it was like, oh, we should use clear hangers instead of what are those velvet? Yeah. Um, Oh, um, plastic. um, Um, What is that word that I'm thinking of? Like the non-slip. 
What is that? Oh, the grip ones. Um. Um. <laughs> no, this is terrible. <laughs> um, what is it called? Felt? No. I can't remember what it's called. Anyway, but <laughs> I currently have what I'm going to call currently the felt hangers. Okay. And somebody told me that the clear hangers, okay. you could, you look past the hangers and more at the clothes. And I was oh. like, oh. I was like, that's brilliant. But like, I don't want to spend $100 on new hangers right now. But like next place I live in. You're going to have to send that? me a photo. I don't think I understand. I can't, I don't understand this. Okay, okay. Wait, wait, wait. And then also the other side note on that was... Um, that for if you hang your pants, not with like the clip hangers, but you fold yeah, your the, pants it, over mm-hmm. the hanger to use child size hangers because the width of the pants yeah. is like so narrow that it won't slip across yes. the, yes. And then, and then bunch on one side and yes. get, um, cr- uh, wrinkly. Wrinkly. Exactly. Yes. And I was like, that's not hot. I went on a huge side tangent there. Um, I guess I want to know though. There's got to be one thing you don't like organizing. Ooh. That there's, cause, you know, there's it's always a spectrum. So there must be something that you don't look as fo- much forward to, like okay. relative to oh, the others. This is a hot take. Okay. okay. Love organizing, but like, do not have the patience for precision. Precision folding. Oh, I do. We would be a triple th- or double threat double threat <laughs> we can match your precision <laughs> folding with my organization your dig- i don't have the digitization so we could trade great we'll make a power organization team leah and Allie, after it <laughs> a service um, yeah. <laughs> yes even though people comment i do laundry a lot because mm. i feel like it's just like it's nice you want to it to be clean, clean. yeah yes and options all about the options uh, but the precision of the folding, I don't, I don't have the patience for it. Interesting. I do find yeah. it relaxing. But okay, oh. now I want to get into. The, so I feel like you've mentioned it a couple of times this slate, this clean slate. Yes. So now I'm gonna dig deep into the origin of like why do we love organizing? Okay. Do you have a hunch? I have. Okay, I have a couple hunches because I was being reflective before I came here. Okay, one hunch is a little bit of genetics. Mm-hmm. So okay, like. Swiss, so I have on my mother's side Swiss German heritage from a, a little town called Schaffhausen, um, which I think Jack is the only person that knows where that is. Um, and I think stereotypical Swiss German people, very tidy, mm-hmm. organized, so clean, clean, on time. I'm not necessarily on time all the time, but I think it has something to do with like the orderliness of and discipline of orderliness. Um, Another thought is, this is really fun that I suggest everybody to do at a point in their life, is I did this in-depth aptitude test Hmm. back when I was early 20s, questioning whether I should continue to pursue accounting as a career, um, having kind of a crisis, being like, what am I doing with my life? Is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Got the suggestion from a family friend to go um, to this place that does a deep level aptitude test. So like Myers Myers Briggs, but at a whole nother. But level. like in person with in person specialist. With, yes. Wow. With okay. So this yes. is not an online quiz. No. no okay. No, no. Um, so the organization is called Johnson O'Connor. They have a couple different locations throughout the U.S. So one in San Francisco, where I'm from. I think they have one in Boston and a couple other places. Um, you do all of these random tests that you don't study for whatsoever um because they're testing for your natural attributes which gosh could i could be... see myself trying to study for it somehow <laughs> 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 i just feel like how am i gonna outsmart the best yeah um so 
some of the tests would be like a tone test. So you'd be like, okay, is this pitch higher or lower, higher or lower? Oh, and then, geez. you know, I'm like, I'm failing at this. I <laughs> was definitely not supposed to be a musician. Great. Um, but that was really fun because, um, ironically, the answer of it came out to be like, you'd be a great accountant. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm like doing the right thing Dang. with my life currently. Okay, yeah. so you walked away feeling better about it. Yes. Oh, but interesting. The fun part of that was based on your natural aptitudes of what you're good at and what you're bad at, not only helps you determine what you should do professionally to like engage those attributes in the right way, um, but also what should be professional versus not professional, Ooh. which I really appreciated because I, I want to know more about the science yes. behind this. <laughs> it's yes. fascinating. It's fascinating. So what was funny was contrary to being an accountant, I was like, should I have been like an interior designer or yeah. something more creative because I have, um, like, I love playing with color and textures yeah. and um, organizing, which has to do slightly with design. Totally. Um, and I was like, okay, how do I reconcile these two parts of me and which ones should I focus on? So this test really helped me. And um, so they were like, professionally, you should be an accountant. But outside of that, you should do something that has, like, fine motor skills with color. Interesting. Um, I just don't get why they didn't say, though, that should be professional. I think it has to do with I don't have the spatial skills. So, like, I can't think in 3D, which is terrible, which would make me a terrible interior decorator. Um, I see, I see. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And probably one of my favorite parts from that um, experience was they also came up with an adjective for me, which was, like, not an entrepreneur, but an intrapreneur. Hmm. So, like, I don't like... I. I'm better at innovating within an existing structure. And so I think that's where, like, my passion for organizing comes from. Is right. like I'm innovating. I'm continuously innovating within. But you're not starting with a, with, with a blank slate, with interesting a blank, Yes, yes, exactly. Okay. But there's something about the energy of, like, innovating within and optimizing yeah. that I get joy from. So, Last question, because I know we're running out of time. Do you feel like... Do you ever feel like your, you know, passion for organizing um, is a hindrance to you or, like, Mm, gets in your way? Okay. (laughs) Um, I would say so because I'm, like, never satisfied. So I'm, like, always. What happened to your 80-20? I know. It's, like, 80-20 in the moment, but then in the long term, like, never satisfied. (laughs) Okay. Um, (laughs) Which is terrible because... It's a blessing and a curse to always be looking for the best way to do sure, something. Sure, sure. Because at some point, it's like, let's, we We move should on. be done. Yes. Yeah. But I think I reached that level with the digitization. Like, there's no next level after you, like, digitize mm. everything. You're like, that's that's the finale. But there's always a di- different way you can organize the closet, probably. Got it. Got it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have thoroughly enjoyed this. Um, so, to end with a fun question that's somewhat on topic what would your what is your favorite article of clothing okay I would have to say it's this beautiful blue my favorite color blue which is kind of like a in between a cobalt and a french blue Mm, okay gotta be specific about my colors here because I'm a passionate color person also there it's quite a range quite a range so it's not light blue it's not cobalt it's kind of a french blue got it so my favorite color it's this Veronica Beard jacket, who's an American designer. Um, it's got that nice mix between professional 
but also casual. Mm. So, like, you look sharp without having to try too hard. And it can also be used in any situation. You're never, like, too dressy or too casual. Exactly. So it's, like, versatile, my favorite color, and I think it's, like, the essence of my style, which is, like, a nice mix between, like, put together but not unapproachable. (laughs) (laughs) I guess if I had to describe it. I love this. I love that you truly haven't had time to prepare this answer, but it feels very well thought out. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, well, I look forward to seeing it next time on you. You'll be like, Leah, this is the coat. It's probably the only jacket, that, like work attire that I brought to Tuck thinking I'm never going to be wearing any of this stuff. Yeah. But I'm bringing this one item. Amazing. Meanwhile, I brought like br- pretty much everything. Th- as, even if it wasn't a COVID world, I don't think I would need nearly everything I brought. But here we are. Yes. And then, yeah, I might go home for spring break and like try to assemble all of my work clothes for my potential internship, oh, whether it's in may person or, or yes, not. I exactly. was going to ask. And then I'm like, where am I going to put these clothes? So like, another I need organizational wi- feat is upon us. In your Zoom, you can put on the jacket. Just be like, it's a little chilly in here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Professional. Attire. Over the summer, you know? Just so cold. It's the air conditioning. In my own home that I control. <laughs> exactly. I mean, ideally, 72 degrees is my ideal temperature, but, you know. You know. Not everybody agrees. So. <laughs> well, thanks so much, Allie. Thanks, Leah. Thanks for listening to this episode of If You Knew Me. I founded the If You Knew Me podcast back in the fall of 2020 to help deepen student connections and foster a culture of belonging here at Tuck. Please check out our other episodes to support and learn more about other Tuckies. Special thanks to my partner, Alex Mitko, for helping with sound production. If you have any questions or feedback on the podcast, or if you want to be featured in a future episode, please contact us at the email address listed in the description.